Hello everyone and welcome to a, another episode of the I'll Try That podcast. This week we are trying Bacchus beer, cherry flavoured beer from Belgium. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I like cherries and I like beer. It's too early for that. Sounds like a match <laughs> made in heaven. <laughs> um, and I guess before I jump on to, to Barber, uh, sorry, to, to Travis for his uh, hot Ch- chopper. Chance would be a fine thing. <laughs> um, Barber, tell us all about how you've been sunning yourself while we've been freezing our, our nuts off in the, in the UK right now. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, because I've been to, to Antigua. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. funny because lots of people don't want to hear that I've been to Antigua and I've been sat in the sunshine while back here in, in Blighty it's been like minus five and snowing and stuff. But yeah, I had a wonderful time. Thank you very much. Um, Did you go jet skiing? Didn't go jet skiing. Ah. No. Went out on a catamaran. That was a good laugh. Oh, I, catamarans are fun. They're fast as well. Yeah. Went up I'm to, qualified to sail one of those. <laughs> <laughs> went up to Shirley Heights. Um, we just got a cool little barbecue thing and there's a, uh, view over a harbour and sunset and all that's nice and um eight ribs uh did drink some beer um but uh, actually uh, kind of a lot of rum as you might expect as well yeah, yeah. So i was gonna say you got your rum fill but what, what uh, was the local beer kind of tipple oh just, i meant to even do a post actually um C- carib was was on the case yes carib brewery carib, yeah yeah which i think is not antigua but um oh jamaica no, I didn't think it could be, but I thought it was actually um, one of the other islands in the Caribbean that has completely escaped me, which is real helpful. Bear with me and I'll... I'll uh, St. Kitts and Nevis. St. Kitts and Nevis. Yeah, ne- Nevis, Nevis, yeah. Where Nevis, Kim Collins, yeah. the sprinter, was Granada. from. There you go. Yeah, there you nice. go. Um, yeah. So that was good. And actually, there was we went up to... And I quite... I, we did a lengthy episode on, on this, this other particular beer, but um, I did feel that was kind of sacrilege when we went up to Shirley Heights. Like, that was the beer that was available. And I get that people have rum punch or, you know, dark and stormy rum and gin, ginger beer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I love a dark but and stormy. But there were loads of people up there drinking soul. <laughs> not soul. Oh, sorry, no, not, not soul. What am I on about? Um, I was going to say, not soul. Um, bloody, you know what? Uh, uh, Corona. Corona. Corona Extra. <laughs> like, you can't. Oh, was Vin Diesel there? I know. <laughs> Thank, thankfully, no, he wasn't. No, to be honest, that kind of would have... Yeah, I'd have been interested if he was. Uh, but yeah, it's just a bit like Corona. I know it's that like kind of like sunny day bit, but like oh, you got to have local stuff, haven't you, when you're there? Were they with their family? Oh, this was loads of people. There was like... Did that joke go over your head? Oh, that's a <laughs> flipping egg. That's a Fast and Furious <laughs> reference, isn't it? <laughs> There's lots of people <laughs> jumping cars over other cars and shooting guns at each other for no reason as well. <laughs> yeah, all in so all, sounds like you had a, a, a really good time. Yeah, I'll do a little, I'll do, do us a little social media post on that if you like, and there may yeah, even be it. one of because yeah. um, also I don't get too uh, you know jealous and impressed or anything, but I'm quite the jet setter. Before I was in Antigua, I went to Finland. Um, and uh, my, what was the Kahu I was thinking about getting some Kahu actually for yes. you guys which is um, uh, it translates as it's the word for, for bear um, I think there's, yes. there's um, uh, yeah I was drinking Kahu in a hot tub in very cold weather as well oh, so um, yeah oh. so do you know where Kahu comes from I actually worked on Kahu for a while oh really oh Joel, I'm sure yeah. you and I have talked about Kahu because isn't there mm. a Kahu whiskey 
There's a Kahu whiskey, yeah. No, but the Kahu beer we're talking about is actually from uh, Finland. It's part of the Carlsberg Group, Sinnebukov. And it's their number, one of their number one beers outside of Kof, which is their, uh, their Budweiser. Yeah. And Kahu is their, like, beer. They're their bear beer, which is fantastic. Yeah, it, it's got such a, such a good, like, cult following, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's everywhere out there. And, um, yeah, uh, I took to, it, took to it very quickly. So, um, yeah, no, good, good travels and good beers on the travels. But yeah, so nothing better than a beer in a hot tub. I remember Drabbers, you and I being in a, having some beers in a hot tub sauna situation in, uh, Austria. Oh, was it Austria? No, no, Bel- no, it was Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Bulgaria that's it. Yeah. I, in a, in we, a sauna, in a sauna and a hot tub and somebody didn't yeah. fare too well. I would but... say not, that don't drink beer in a sauna. That is the wrong <laughs> situation to be in. That was too dry. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think we'd better make sure if this goes any further, we get the censored version. I can put that <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, talking about censored, let's move on to, to Drabbers. You're going to censor us with some hot topic, aren't you? Yes, so as usual, I've done my, my usual Googling to find us some up-to-date beer news. And this was this was 23 hours ago that this, that this oh, bit of beer news... Hot, hot off the press. Hot off the press. Do you guys watch Netflix? What's that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been known So you guys, you guys watch Netflix. Have you watched the, the currently the new big big documentary that's circulating the new the new royal wedding not royal wedding the harry and harry and megan harry and megan it's it's only everything everyone's talking about yeah have you have you have you you guys watched any of it no my 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 wife has your wife that's the target audience (laughs) your wife (laughs) it's specifically made for her yes Yes. (laughs) so 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 i've i've not watched any of it because it it really doesn't interest me but um (laughs) <laughs> You're not the target audience. Great start. I'm really not the target audience. It's, uh, yeah. Great start to a hot topic as well. <laughs> um, but but um, a, uh, a pub in in West London um, has currently launched a new a new beverage a new uh, beer on onto its taps called Harry's Bitter. Oh, <laughs> oh, I see. Oh. Taking it to a topical place. Yeah, which there you go. Which, which I quite like, which, which is basically into response because supposedly he was having, he had a big argument with, with his brother. Is that William? A big yeah. argument with his brother. And now they're, they're splashing it all over Netflix in their tell all many part documentary. Well, that's what happens when you, you kind of give up all the, any kind of financial stipend from the government, from the, the royal family and you need to find money your own way and you don't have any, to, apart from being able to find it, he can fly an Apache helicopter. So I'll give Prince Harry a, or, or Harry a lot of that because that is fantastic. That is not something everyone can do. But yeah, he needs to find some ways of making some revenue, doesn't he? Is there much need for a Apache helicopter driver in day to day life? No, it's day to day life. Of course, <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't use it to go down the shops. <laughs> yeah. uh, he was—he's—he um, uh, did tours of Afghanistan, didn't he? So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Is it true that yeah. this again for for one of the uh, spin-off podcasts? Is it true about Apache helicopter pilots? Some of them being able to move their eyeballs independently. <laughs> what? I'm thinking by your reaction is probably not actually. I'm sure I, I, I generally thought you were joking. I don't. Yeah. What, why would they <laughs> what need to mean? move their eyeballs independently? I, I thought there might have been, maybe it was purely, well, because so they can look in different directions at the same time. Um, and wasn't, They're not chameleons. I might be mixing They're it up with... They're not lizards. I'm sure also I'd heard something about, there was a bit of technology about the guns on an Apache helicopter that can actually track the eye movements of a of the pilot. 
And I think it was See, maybe that- the idea that if they're looking forward with one eye, they can go and like identify a. It sounds a bit so, far fetched, doesn't it? Apaches have two people. They have a co-pilot yeah. as well. So maybe that one of them does the gunner, which is the co-pilot. Yeah. And he just sits there, like looking his eyes around, <laughs> looking <night>. around. <laughs> that would make more sense than a pilot who's got eyes to go in different directions. No, no, but what if he's got more than one target? <laughs> he might be in a target-rich okay. environment, and he goes eleven o'clock, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh no, we're running late." <laughs> and three. Yeah. I yeah. just don't think. Are Apaches used for, for warfare? I'm pretty sure they're just for transportation, aren't they? No, Apaches... No, you're thinking of Hercules, the big one, Ch- the big transport Oh, am I thinking of the wrong one? Or Chinooks. They're, they're like a... Chinooks, Chinooks yeah. That's what I'm thinking yeah, yeah. of, Chinooks, yeah. yeah. I, I now get the Apache, but yeah, I don't think they can move their eyes about. I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure... You might be right. <laughs> anyway, that, I want to believe that they can move their eyes around. Let, let, yeah. Let's let's chopper talk. Anyway, that's that's again that's the whole other podcast as well. Um, but so, are you telling me there's a beer named after Harry and Meghan's? Is it called Hexit because they left the royal family or something like that? Oh, I brilliant! Totally yeah. imagine that there's some people like the beer massively and divides opinion, and there's some people who go, "Yeah, it's the greatest beer ever in the world." And they go, "No, that beer's an affront to the royal family. We hate it." Boo! And neither party <laughs> ever changed their mind about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a bitter so It's probably going to taste a bit naff anyway. Oh, don't let's not let's not fight. Not this early. <laughs> Why are, are you trying to... You guys were on such good terms. This is like yeah. the first one of the evening as well. We're less than, less than half an hour in and you come here with that trash. <laughs> Outrageous. But it's just... It's just it, do, it, it, does, it does strike me as a marketing opportunity. They, this, this pub, if you're saying it's a pub, they've, who can yeah, brew their own pub, beer, yeah. they've clearly like jumped on it and they've seen a marketing opportunity and well, fair play to them because they're making headlines right now. Yeah. You know? A yeah. brewery, a pub or pub brewery, whatever you want to call it, at this, you know, that usually wouldn't fit on the natural level. No, yeah, well done. It's also it's quite, quite, it's also quite like leveled that, isn't it? Because presumably they're doing it as a critique of Harry and Meghan, and they think that Harry and Meghan have made the most of a marketing opportunity, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> ah, but there's le- there's layers to this joke. I tell you what, I watch, I watch, I watch the documentary, and then I make my own mind up about the beer. Well, I was going to say this pub is definitely putting its sa- its line in the sand. They definitely think that Harry's bitter, so you know they've definitely said a royalist slant on this. Yeah. So. You're going to have to watch the whole series, Travers, and come back to us with an informed perspective on, on, on where you think they've landed. I will I will have a pen and paper with me whilst watching it to make notes as well, and then we'll just dedicate an episode of the podcast to it. <laughs> so, no, I, I, will, I will be doing absolutely anything apart from watching that documentary. That's <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite anything. Um, shall we get our cherry beer on? Yeah, I've already drunk a lot of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost through my cherry beer. This yeah. has gone down incredibly well, hasn't it? <laughs> it's gone down too well. It's the- <laughs> um, so we're talking about Bacchus, uh, which is a beer named after a Roman god. Isn't that right, Barbara? It is. Bacchus is... But, like, I don't really necessarily think they had a, a beer god, did they? But Bacchus is the wine god, god of wine. I'm sure I've been into a couple of bars in the past which were called Bacchus, but they're normally sort of those kind of more alchemist style. I think they would do wine, but also lots of different fancy drinks as as well. Um, it certainly looks like wine. I'm going to put that out there, apart from the slightly foamy top. Um, but uh, yeah, Bacchus is the is the god of wine, and um, 
there was isn't there loads of folklore and and um, quite interesting stories about Bacchus, which I guess is in the realms of myth, myth and legend. Um, and I think is it a little bit about excess and uh, and and getting a bit loose? Yeah, basically, I think he's the god of uh, god of basically good times. Um, so yeah, finding a bit more about Bacchus, the Roman god, but he's obviously come from a a Greek kind of starting point because most Roman gods came from a Greek kind of There's like god styling yeah. Di- Dion- Dionides I think it was called but yeah so Bacchus is the god of agriculture and wine um, he was born of Zeus and a mortal woman so he's the only god who had a mortal um, a mortal um, mother, mother. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, sorry, it was Zeus, which is Jupiter in uh, in in the Roman terms. Zeus, Zeus, Greek for Zeus. Yeah. Zeus really put it about a bit, I think, didn't he as well? Yeah, that's what yeah. we know about Zeus. If you, he, if he did, definitely got if it. You were, if you were moving around back when Zeus was in town, yeah, he was he was <laughs> up on you, wasn't he? Was wasn't did didn't Hercules have a human mother, or is that me? Yeah, I think he was half. It was a demigod, wasn't he? Yeah. Hercules, yeah. demigod. Apparently, he was the only god that was. Maybe it was the demigods, and maybe Hercules's dad was the was the mortal. Because this but, just says that Bacchus was the only god born to a mortal mother. So maybe it? it was the other way around, and Hercules's mum was the was the was the. Yeah, that's right. Hercules's mum was the was the uh, the god. Was it? I thought it was Zeus was his dad. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm quite honest. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop digging into it. I'm pretty sure none of them existed as well. Okay, <laughs> but okay. So the link between I think why this beer it's a cherry beer and why it's named Bacchus is because it's in a half champagne bottle. That oh. is what this bottle is called. It's called a half champagne bottle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. That's, that's what you find out only once you've um, ripped through the, the uh, paper bag. Uh, yes, so yeah. this is talk, talk to us about the paper bag. I mean, it's one of a kind thing, isn't it? It's basically in a brown paper bag. The bottle. There's no like yeah. markings on the like green bottle underneath. It is all in. I mean, it's a paper paper bag as a label. I mean, to be fair, it's wild, isn't it? I've never seen another beer like one. this before. It's, I, I think it's completely it's, I think unique. It's great. Yeah, I think Joe, as as in marketing, would that would that be a cheaper option to print it on paper than wrap it? Yeah, it is cheaper for sure. I mean, you've, it's also very recyclable from a sustainability yeah. point of view. The fact that you've got two distinct recyclable pieces that could be separated from each other, you know, that's great. Um, I guess from my side, from a marketing perspective, it's, you know, remove the paper bag and this bottle is just a random bottle with some che- some like cherry looking liquid inside. Yeah, That's my only issue is that if someone were to remove the bag, from said bottle, you've got no idea what this liquid is or who who makes it. Or so, from a branding perspective, I don't like that. I would love to have some sort of something on the bottle itself, like an embossed. We've talked about you know, bottles that have yeah. got some sort of decoration on or whatever that makes it very like, oh, that is that that person's bottle. Whereas this is just, from my perspective, is just a green half champagne bottle. This is not recognisable in any way, shape, or form to be from part of this Bacchus beer right yeah with you yeah although i'm looking at that i'm looking on the the uh, paper bag and i didn't realize i you probably the you can taste it but 15 percent of the bottle is cherries i mean in liquid form of course oh, well i can i in all honesty i thought it would be more 
with the taste that's coming through, cherry, I thought it'd be more cherries than fifteen percent cherries. Yeah, now, I really like it. Honestly, uh, I really like it. But I, I really like it as well. But it doesn't feel like a beer. I, oh. I was kind of going to agree with you on that. It's not beer, no, is it? I mean, it's it not is, beer. It's, it's, not. it's really, really tasty, and I think it's fantastic. And if you, if you don't like beer but you want to get into beer. This so, isn't the beer for you. This is, this, so apparently this beer is built from... It's made by the Van Honsbroek uh, from Ingelmünster in Belgium. So it's France in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so these beers are based on their, like, their red... red their famed red-style beer that's very popular in the local area. So it's, it is a light and refreshing with a spritzy tartness. So apparently they add this cherry fruit to give it this kind of intensely fruity beer. But, you know, it isn't It isn't like your average beer. This is like a different style of beer that's this kind of like fizzy, like fruity yeah. kind of number. It really doesn't, it, that, that, it doesn't betray itself in terms of letting you know it's 5.8% as well. Yeah. Which is quite, yeah. quite robust. It's quite punchy, yeah. yeah. That so, is robust, for sure. Um, and this um, is one of the, there's there are three types of of this um, type of beer isn't there because this is the cherry and I think is it a raspberry as well and I can't remember yeah, they've the got one. a Flemish old brown they've yes, got a Flemish it. old brown as well mm-hmm. uh, a cherry and a raspberry mm-hmm. which I'd love to try a Flemish old brown I can't say I've ever had one before <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't what, even know what, what, what is a Flemish um, well it's the area isn't it it's a great it? question yeah and it's actually yeah. oh because it's all of uh, the actual detail of, of being able to Define it is, is very difficult, but also part of Belgium, people, some people in Belgium speak Flemish, don't they? Um, yeah. So it's such a kind of an, an area, I suppose, isn't it? Um, or, or it's where people are from if they're Flemish. Um, and I think it's just, it's not lasted beyond, you know, the uh, borders that we've, we've basically got today. Do you want to know a bit more about the Flemish Old Brown? Definitely. I do want to know a bit because I am just getting phlegm. And that's so the, I've just kind of focused on to that. It's not someone's no. gobbed in the beer. <laughs> well, that, that, I'm just no, locked not on phlegm at, at the moment, and so I'm going to give, read out a couple of tidbits from this from the website. So, Bacchus Bacchus Old Bruin, which is the Flemish Old Brown, tends towards wine in terms of taste and surprises, with a nice balance between sweet and sour. The acidity is less pronounced than with other Flemish red-brown beers, resulting in a pleasant aftertaste. Due to the use of roasted malts, a light caramel touch can also be tasted. A spicy refresher full of character and history, that's the Bacchus Old Bruin. Now, they have four kind of key kind of like taste palette things that they're kind of like basing this beer on. So they're saying sweet is about 40% out of 100, obviously. Bitter, they're saying it's 40% out of 100. Fullness, also a 40% out of 100. Whereas topping 60% out of 100 is pickles. <laughs> just just, 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 just pickles. Pickles, they are 60%. <laughs> I, wait, I'm, I'm really confused. Also, is the that... math doesn't work out, does it? So it's, yeah, so those, those you can't I'm have not, 40% plus I'm not a mathematician. 40. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> 
It's basically on. Is yeah. No, so I'm really struggling with this. It's like on a scale yeah. of one to ten, but they've called it 100, percent haven't they? It's not yeah. the com- the taste components <laughs> of the bottle. <laughs> I think they've had too many if they're doing that. So but they've got 60 percent of pickles. Hundred uh, percent. Is, the... is it just? <laughs> is it just really briny? This is... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Someone once described to me pickles as being wet, crunchy bogeys. <laughs> I, I can't, oh, I can't no. deal with that. That's just that's awful. That's really put me off. So, um, what I love about this, uh, this so, so taking a step back from from uh, the brown, the Flemish brown, old brown, <laughs> which I think we've sold incredibly well. <laughs> yeah. um, so this uh, Van Honsbroek Brewery is actually in called. Castle Brewery Van Honsbroek. So I want to see a photo of this because I I'm picturing I'm picturing a castle um, with a brewery inside. So it. wait, I, then, I don't I want can, you to be I, too badly let down when you see it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, can, no. I can I can also probably pro- probably help out with this, Joe, because the brewery okay. originally sits on um, it ha- well, basically has a long story history. So it was the site of the Saint Joseph Brewery, but um, the current building Ooh, dates Joseph. back to 1973. Um, and yeah. the cellars are the only thing that survived when the English, French, and Spanish soldiers raised raided the village centuries before. Oh. So I don't think it actually exists anymore, um, but it was named after. You can see the building that. that's there now, and don't expect a portcullis or a moat or anything. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a little more up to date now. But, yeah, well, it makes sense given that there were invading armies destroying the whole area yeah. by the sound of things. <laughs> but the cellars are still there, so you've got some castle cellars. There you go. There we go. It does. Okay. It does show a degree of heartlessness to to plunder and destroy a brewery, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Uh, you know, who who are you helping here? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I was just going to say that. But equally, that I'm quite interested to. I think almost that the brewery because I've been thinking this has been we're doing the Bacchus Brewery yeah. as our our busy hoppiness day. Whereas actually, Bacchus is a product of the um, Castile yes. Brewery van Honserbrook. What looks to be like their um, flagship beer is is the Filu, which I think is possibly one that. It's obviously one that they do that doesn't maybe export so well, but then I think probably okay. in the local area is the is the um, yeah the flagship beer, which actually I'm, I'm remiss I've not told you the exact details of it, but it looks like you know your traditional sort of lagery kind of beer. Okay, so it's it's there. There's obviously quite a few other beers that they've got. Yeah, loads, loads. Castile, named after. Well, that, I, I'm not sure on my pronunciation there, but Castile and Castile Nitro, but Filu. No, sorry, it's the it's that kind of golden um, uh, look, but it's actually a, a strong blonde, and it's eight and a half percent. So it's in that kind of uh, looks a little bit. Um, I, I'm looking at the the bottle, and it's that kind of stubby one that puts me in mind of um, uh, Deville. De, was it Deville? The um, Deville. Deville. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and actually, uh, possibly Le Chouf, which I think we might be doing something on soon. Oh, Le Chouf. Yes, good, good dropping of the Le Chouf. That's it, a little teaser for next time. <laughs> Check back for more Le Chouf later. Um, I mean, last thoughts on Bacchus. I mean, I, I think I agree with you, gents. As a Belgian beer, cherry beer, it's very distinctive. There isn't anything else that I've had that's like it. Um, it's not something that I would go, let's go grab a whole 
crate. Not, I don't think you can probably buy them in a crate. You have to get single bottles at a time because of how little volume they probably do here in the UK. Um, it's not one for kind of sipping around with friends. It's definitely a you just are quite up for something a bit different. It's a one-off. It's a one-off. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I only so yeah. in my head, it's only. Um, I used to be able to get it from very specialist beer shops or pubs that had a big range of stuff. That's the only only places I'd seen it before. But it is now, um, presumably because I think the whole world is, is catching up with having more beers on their shelves, particularly supermarkets and that sort of thing. But we all managed to get this from Tesco, didn't we? Yeah. I think I think it's been in Tesco a fair time, actually. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I think you're right. I I've had right. Bacchus. I've had Bacchus a few times from Tesco over over, yeah, over the years. So I've maybe done a bit of a faux pas here. I have fully taken off the paper from my bottle. You've stripped it, it on their Instagram. You should be just taking the top off just to get the... Li- yes, <clears> exactly <throat> like you gents are doing. I've fully stripped my naked, whereas I feel like you're just meant to take the top of it to release the, the, release the liquid from the top of the... It puts me in mind of that thing about... I'm sure there was a thing... I've been watching The Wire, that's what it is. It's in America, they do the... Um, where there was laws about you couldn't drink on the street. And so on like corners where people used to hang out, they're actually just, well, real simple. I'm not drinking. This is a bottle in a paper bag, so no no one knows what it is. Um, These two things are very clearly not linked, but it's almost, because I've had that narrative, that they've almost gone, we're putting it in a paper bag, but we're going to clearly label it as beer as well. (laughs) That's completely (laughs) different the point. I also am looking on their Instagram. They have a lot of like shots of pouring the beer into some sort of like saucepan. So maybe it's very good for cooking with. Oh, gonna I have can, to, yeah, I can definitely. Someone's going to have to try this and, and let us know. Yeah, are you good for like a, a cherry pie? Something, oh, yeah, like, to reduce it down with that would be quite mm, nice. That could be nice, wouldn't it? I yeah. think nice a cherry pie. I can definitely believe it. Yeah. Um, I guess last thing to do is numbers on. Um, on Instagram, they have uh, 680 followers. So, you know, not doing Modest, you know, too well that S- way. 680? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that great. <laughs> and uh, and Twitter, they don't even have one. So, I won't talk about it, obviously. Well, has, has, Sounds like has Elon Musk had his way? They're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, you're so topical tonight. What's going always, on? Yeah. You're like, I was ahead of the news. And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That Podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll try that podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now.